0: hello everybody and welcome into a brand new episode of let's dive deep my name is bradley my name is connor and today we are welcoming you into our episode zero our trailer episode of let's dive deep harry potter where we are going to kind of welcome you into the magical mystical and deeply deeply influential wizarding world of harry potter
1: it's going to be so good I'm so excited. During this podcast, we'll be taking you on a quick trip into the Pensive to show you everything you'll need to know about this podcast before you join us in this
0: deep dive. This podcast is meant to be a quick 10 to 20 minute overview of our deep dive of Harry Potter so you understand what you are getting yourself into before you commit to listening. We just recorded episode one. It's going to be two and a half hours long. That's a long time commitment. You better make sure that it's going to be worth it for you. And I suppose, Connor, the first thing people need to know is who the heck are we? Who are we? My name is Bradley. I live in Vancouver, Canada. I love living in Vancouver, Canada. It's a wonderful place. And I, in terms of Harry Potter kind of rules here am i ravenclaw i have been sorted into ravenclaw many times doing all the unofficial and official and just people will just tell me i'm in ravenclaw Uh, it's pretty unanimous i am unambiguously in ravenclaw and that's where i'd put myself and that's where i believe i belong what about you connor
1: well i am in begrudgingly atlanta georgia i'm from alabama roll tide i miss being home uh, and I knew I was a Hufflepuff just from reading the books. And I was told time and time again that people did not believe me, that uh, that I belonged in Slytherin. I was told that, t- I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this, Bradley, but I was told time and time again that I was wrong about being a Hufflepuff. And so I did all of the Pottermore and Twitter and Instagram and Quizly, Facebook, whatever, uh, time after time again, it was proved correct i properly sorted myself into hufflepuff and uh i guess that uh just kind of supports my feeling of loyalty uh to these books and and my and the fact that I don't have any fear of toil of going into this deep dive with you. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I, I suppose it'll be interesting to see what a Harry Potter podcast with a Ravenclaw and a and a Hufflepuff, the two kind of least acknowledged houses in the story, is going to be like. I think it's worth talking really quickly, though, about our history with Harry Potter, so the people listening to this podcast can kind of understand where we are coming from and just yeah, what our sure. experience with Harry Potter is. Yeah. My experience with Harry Potter is a little bit interesting my kind of coming of age with Harry Potter definitely happened but the books in the in the movies and and when I was reading them didn't always perfectly line up with where Harry was and so for me the first book came out in 1997 I was two years old I been born in 1995 right so obviously I wasn't reading the books as I went along when I want to say I was seven or eight is when someone in my school, grade one, six, yeah, I was six years old, grade one. I remember him. I remember his face. I remember his name, everything about him. He brought Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone into class and was reading it and just would not shut up about this this book that he was reading. It was around that time that the first movie was coming out and that was a big deal. So at around six years old, I got super into Harry Potter. The first three or four books were out, maybe five books, maybe two books. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I started reading those right away and thus began my journey through the Harry Potter universe, watching the movies as they came out, watching the, uh, or reading the books as they came out. I remember vividly uh, a memory of going to see Prisoner of Azkaban, the movie, and getting my little Lego night bus uh, set for going to see the movie in in 3D or whatever it was at the time, which was awesome. Um, so I experienced Harry Potter um, once. Once I want to say book three, four ish happened, whatever was out at the time. I read, and then from there I, I followed along as the book releases came out. Went to the midlight launches, obviously all of that, all of that stuff. And, and Harry Potter is just a very formative experience for me.
1: It's interesting how close you and I are in in so many things but and and maybe this is indicative of like what a uh to uh, to use your phrase uh what a pop culture phenomenon harry potter is right um so so i was born in nineteen eighty eight and so when harry potter came out in uh nineteen ninety seven I was pretty close to Harry Potter himself.
0: You're right around Harry Potter's age, the best way to experience the story, I'm sure.
1: And and that's how I experienced it. Uh to the point of um I actually uh sent in a screen test to audition for Harry Potter. Um because like I was uh, I was around that age and, and grew up with it. Um, And it was, it wasn't like I had an inside like connection. It was just, there was a, a cattle call initially. Um, a cattle call is just when anybody is able to, anyway. um, So, but no, my experience was, you know, I, it was on the outskirts of everybody's like tertiary POV. It was, it was just, it was everywhere. Harry Potter was everywhere. If you were, a preteen when it came out and it was a part of my it was a part of my nighttime reading growing up um my uh so my dad and my stepmom were mandatory every night nighttime readers and I was smart read smart move I mean it was it was it it was just part of my growing up, right? It was wind in the willows. And then it was the Hobbit. And then it was the Lord of the Rings. And then it was Harry Potter. And uh, I have a sister who's seven years younger than me. And so eventually like it was no longer my dad or my stepmom reading to me. It was me reading to my sister and Harry Potter remained like the nightly reading regimen when we didn't, you know, slot in some Alice in Wonderland or Through the Looking Glass, right. and and my stepmom would go to the midnight releases of Harry Potter with us, and we would get the hardback on night one at midnight, and it would be who finishes the goddamn book first, me or my stepmom? Like, let's go, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, it was a, it was a very it was very much a family thing for me growing up, but also it was a societal thing. It was kind of unavoidable. And I wonder, like, I wonder if I had had a better time experiencing it on my own as it seems you did, being of, it's weird to say, second generation. But, like, you weren't in the time crunch of let's get it when it comes out. Let's experience it now. You For know? at
0: least the first half of the story.
1: Yeah. yeah. Pretty much
0: there. I mean, even when Deathly Hallows came out, I was like 12, right? Like, yeah. So, even then, even then, I'm reading a book five years ahead of where I am. So, I, 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 I don't even get to fully relate to the story until a second read through when I'm a little older. Because you're reading about Harry as like a 17 year old. And you're 12. It makes it a little harder, but I read it on time. I was there. I did not mess around. Like I, w- I had finished the Harry Potter series at 12 years old yeah. when it came out.
1: But yeah, I like I do think like there's a certain uh, there's a certain amount of emotional investment that you ascribe to the protagonist of the story if you're reading it at the same age that that protagonist is supposed to be. You know, when you come to Harry Potter and the Stone and you're 10 or 11, you have more of a connection than you do if you're a different age. Like, there's just something about it, you know?
0: Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: Especially being a weird outsider like me with strange, weird growing hair. Like, I, I you know, I felt uh, I felt connected, you know?
0: Yeah. Perfect. Um, I have some more Harry Potter priors I want to give kind of at the end of the podcast, just about kind of how often I've reread the books and other podcasts I've listened to and stuff just for transparency's sake. Um, but let's talk a little bit about this podcast. What is this podcast going to be like for, for listeners? Uh, for those of you who have listened to let's dive deep Hamilton, the other kind of deep dive podcast Connor and I have done so far. Um, very similar to that in a lot of ways. Hopefully the runtimes are a little more manageable with just, there's hundreds, there's, I want to say 199 chapters of Harry Potter, right? It's easier to kind of manage what we want to discuss in an episode, But basically, we're going to follow a very obvious structure for Harry Potter. We're going to start with book one, Harry Potter and the Whatever Stone, depending on where you live. Um, And the beginning is always the best place to start. So we're going to start at the beginning and we're going to move our way through. We're going to discuss an entire book over a number of podcasts. And then we'll talk about the movie as an adaptation of that book. And then we will move on to the next book. There will be bonus episodes, which we'll talk about in a minute. And then the way we're kind of divvying up the chapters is just what makes sense. What makes sense thematically? What makes sense time-wise? You know, we can't cover eight chapters of the Philosopher's Stone in the first episode, or else it would be a seven-hour podcast, and no one wants to listen to that. And so, you know, there's no exact science to it. Some chapters later on have been booked out to have their own episodes, so there's no there's no cap, there's no um, kind of floor either. I would say that somewhere between one to to three chapters will be the most common per podcast episode. There are some that are booked for four. I don't think there are any that are booked for more than four chapters. Um, And there's nothing, I don't want to do any half episodes. Like we're not doing like chapter 31 or whatever, part one chapter. Like we're going to cover a whole chapter in an episode. There will be no multi episode chapters. I don't think so far that's the plan.
1: And I also think it's fair to say that similar to Hamilton, we are learning how we structure the Harry Potter analysis as we go and we have a template and we up until finishing Hamilton we, we we thought the last episode of the Hamilton podcast was the last two songs and then there we were 3 hours later and we had to split it up so i think our uh our intention is to be focused and honest, but also if we, you know, we, we have a time limit in mind, we have a goal, but if we feel like we're not covering the content well enough and we need to break off into another episode, we're going to do that so that we're not doing the content a disservice, right? Rather than edit ourselves and like try to cut things down unnecessarily. You know,
0: yeah, we want to be conscious of the time. I mean, we're asking a lot. If we make a three hour podcast, it's three hours of your life that you will commit to listening to the podcast. And that is what we are asking from you. The listener. So we are conscious of time. But the podcast is called Let's Dive Deep, not let's take a let's not let's not dip a toe into the shallow <laughs> end. Right. It's meant to take some time. It's meant to be an analysis. It's meant to be fun and witty and exciting. And, and combining kind of proper, deep, emotional, emotionally resonant analysis with all the fun, witty and exciting stuff takes time. And so we're, we're, we're shooting for the first couple books, you know, around 45 minutes a chapter. Our restraint for the first podcast, we've recorded episode one, was better than it normally is. It's not quite 45 minutes per chapter.
1: We um, did a good job. We really we did. We did a
0: good job considering the two of us could talk forever about anything to each other. So... Um, we have a content uh, time in mind around 45 minutes per chapter, but we're not going to do the deep dive a disservice to stick to a very strict timeline for just no particular reason. The podcast is always pausable. It's not going anywhere. The feed exists forever and ever. And, and so if, if, if it's a three hour deep dive into the couple of chapters, um, then you can pause it and, and pick up that deep dive another time. It doesn't need to be something you consume in three hours right away the second Uh, It releases, so we want to be conscious of time, but it is kind of the second priority to the deep dive, which is the more important thing. Um, In terms of a release schedule, our plan is for these to be weekly. We're making a more conscious effort with Harry Potter to make sure that we are recording episodes ahead of time. Um, By the time you're listening to this, it's been about two and a half weeks since we recorded episode one. So we're hoping to have the first five, six, seven episodes of Harry Potter in the bank by the time we release them. Um, that way it can be on a weekly cadence and be uninterrupted if if something happens and we can't record on a particular weekend or one of us wants to take a vacation and can't record or something happens, right? We're not going to be able to record every weekend. And so having episodes in the bank is important to us. That doesn't mean though that your feedback is unimportant to us. We are very pro-feedback. We're gonna talk about socials in a minute, um, but we wanna incorporate feedback into the deep dives. It'll be hard to do in real time because of the the stockpiling of podcast episodes, um, but there will be lots of bonus episodes. So I just wanna be on the record here It'll be a weekly cadence with hopefully mostly kind of pre-recorded episodes. So we can stick to that and be consistent. Um, and then our feedback generation will be mostly done through bonus episodes, which we which we would love to do. We're going to do lots of them. Um, but I just want to be pro-feedback early on here in, the, in episode zero.
1: Luckily with Harry Potter, I think that's something we don't have to worry about too much. I mean, that's something we've talked about before already. Like, we're kind of banking on it's Harry Potter people are going to want to talk about it. And 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 the thing is, we're going to we're going to prioritize our deep dives chapter by chapter, but please do not make the do not let that make you reluctant to give us feedback. Write us, join the Facebook, join the Patreon, let us know what you think. We will respond to it. Like we are definitely going to get back to you, right? We're just going to find a time within the weekly rhythm where it makes most sense to do that so it doesn't disrupt the flow of what we're doing overall as a community.
0: Yeah, there's a couple other things about the podcast uh, the listeners should know before they hop into the deep dive. Um, It's going to contain spoilers. Um, Part of this podcast, part of the intention of it is is Connor and I are going to do kind of a nostalgic re-entry into the wizarding world of Harry Potter. This is not a story that either of us have only read once when we were younger and are returning to after a long time. We are very intimately familiar with the details of this story. I reread it every single year um, as just kind of like a yearly ritual every New Year, and, and so I am very familiar with it. I know Connor is as well, and it, it it's far too difficult to manage the things we know about the story to then just do an analysis without spoiling anything. Even if we tried to do that, we would place a, a certain energy on certain things that might not seem obvious, but because they come up later, if we said, oh man, this uh, this tiara might be really important, right? Well, let's keep an eye on that. It's really obvious that we've already read ahead and know that it becomes important. And so those types of things, are just so hard to manage. It's going to be a spoiler podcast. Um, There are podcasts out there for Harry Potter that don't do spoilers, that do go chapter by chapter without spoiling anything. Those are there for you if you would rather listen to those. Um, But we're going to be taking in the context of the entire Harry Potter uh, kind of canon in each episode. Now, with that being said, we will have a focus (laughs) for each episode right? The focus on each episode is going to be the chapters at hand. Um, but we just want to put out there that when appropriate, we will be bringing in spoilers from all of the books um, to, to add some context, to add some flavor, to add some kind of foreshadowing stuff uh, to the podcast and to add to our analysis. So if you're if you're against spoilers for Harry Potter, if you haven't yet read the full Harry Potter series, I recommend doing that first books one through seven. We'll be pulling from everywhere at all times. So just a little spoiler warning for you.
1: I think it's similar to the way we did Hamilton though. Like we just, you know, doing chapters 1 and 2, we took a couple like tangential dips into further stories, but we were still focused on the matters at hand. I mean, I don't want to break my arm patting ourselves on the back, but I mean, I think this is a fair assessment as as you just put out. I guess I'm just doubling down on it is yeah, we're focusing on a certain section of the story at a time so we can really appreciate it as fans and also analyze it as objective critics but it's been out so long we would be pretending if we tried to ignore our foreknowledge it would just i mean seriously for me it would be impossible
0: it would just make a bad podcast it would just be us straining ourselves to try and not spoil anything when the the easier thing to do is to just have a spoiler podcast
1: <laughs> yeah at least we warn you about it <laughs> but the next thing
0: that you should know is let's dive deep this is not just harry potter but all of the let's dive deep series do contain adult content um the purpose of this podcast is we're, we're adults kind of reintroducing ourselves into the world of harry potter via this podcast we're hoping that you are kind of being reintroduced to this world and taking the nostalgic deep dive with us as well Um, adult content does not mean that every bit of every episode is not suitable for kids. I would go and argue that aside from the swearing episode one is fully suitable for kids, but we're adults. We swear, we say inappropriate things that the kids probably shouldn't hear, you know, later when uh, Molly and Arthur are talking about like Molly wobbles and stuff, I'm going to make a couple sex jokes. It's going to be funny. Um, so this podcast is, is, is not abhorrently intentionally like rated R for adults, um, I would say on the whole, it's probably PG-13, um, but there is a little bit of swearing. We do cover some adult themes. Um, we do talk about, in, in, in a funny way, you know, sex and stuff, if that's not something you want your child to be listening to from our mouths, that I I, I would recommend um, not playing this podcast in, in front of your, your children. I think if you're a teenager, you're probably fine, though it's not rated R 18 plus for adults, um, but it is on the whole more for adults than it is for for kids
1: i'd agree with that you know we're not going out of our way to be crass or crude but our conversation is what it is and i mean molly wobbles is only the beginning i mean jk rowling herself makes a joke in writing in english in words we can all read and understand about cedric diggory polishing his wand so
0: i mean absolutely come on yeah Yeah. So there'll be lots of euphemisms and jokes and innuendos and those types of things, which hopefully make for a better, funnier, more engaging podcast, but just make it so it's not going to be fully appropriate for young children. So if you're looking for a young children's podcast, I'm going to recommend Owlpost to you. Owlpost is a great Harry Potter podcast. I've listened to it. They do a chapter by chapter kind of deep dive as well, although not really the same way we're doing ours. Um, But they are spoiler free for the most part and for kids and they have kids write in and kids hop on their little voicemail thing. And it's awesome. And it's appropriate and it's great so that's there for you if you want a kid-friendly podcast i just don't want to promise that we're going to be that although for the most part if your kid's 11 12 probably fine overall um probably yeah. worse
1: i mean it's not like we're not we're not exactly like the quentin tarantino of podcasts it's just right absolutely. you know every every now and again we're gonna swear um
0: I, I said shit like twenty times in the first episode though it'll
1: happen least. um <laughs> i'll uh I'll also add to that list uh that current list of one i guess now it's a list of two uh hold your butter beer is another Harry Potter podcast that people might enjoy um that I know is out there they have a um uh they they have an interesting take on analyzing Harry Potter that I think is uh um, it, it probably the furthest from what you and I are doing. Um, uh, uh, but they're they're also doing very good, very stimulating, very interesting work. Um, and I've is as, as far as I can remember, I don't think that, I don't think they do anything blue. Um, I'm I'm only tangentially aware of their content. Uh, I don't listen to it regularly but but what i have heard is is really good um they're they're kind of so they take into account the entire social society of harry potter like they whereas bradley and i are focusing on the books and the film adaptations of the books Hold My Butter Beer goes through every part of Harry Potter down to the video games, right? So that's just a a different experience that you're going to get from this particular deep dive. We're focusing on the books and the movies primarily um, with occasional profanity. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, that leads me right into the next thing that listeners need to know about this podcast and um, we are going to focus on the books and the movies i connor and i have different lines and relationships with the potter stuff that we don't need to get into right here um anything outside of like the text as it's written um it's not really too much our focus of analysis it's not going to be non-existent it's going to be very prevalent in bonus episodes if you are worried that we will not cover things that are on Pottermore that we will not cover kind of these tangentially related outside things fantastic beasts and where to find them is another great example there are bonus episodes where that is perfect just in each deep dive episode of the chapters and the movie's at hand, we're going to focus on what's written down in the text. We're not going to bring too much of the external stuff into it. However, as it relates to bonus episodes and your feedback, we are more than happy to dive deep into just the pile of shit that is the outside of the text Harry Potter Pottermore universe, sometimes begrudgingly, sometimes grumpily, sometimes enthusiastically. Um, So we're not against it. If if Pottermore is your jam and it adds to your analysis, that's great. Um, It's not the focus of each deep dive episode. It will be the focus of a lot of bonus episodes, though. So don't you worry. If you would like that analysis, it will be there in in some capacity. I do want to add to that, though. I think there's two different lines of Pottermore stuff we should talk about. Uh, The the one that we're super the type that we're super against, kind of analyzing in the chapter by chapter analysis, is is kind of things outside the books that retcon the thing in the chapter right? Like JK saying, oh yeah, there's actually lots of Jewish kids at Hogwarts when it's like, I can't read that, that. that. There's just not though. Like in the books where we talked about the kids at Hogwarts, there is not. So there's a discrepancy there that is kind of being retconned in. The things that I think are much more appropriate to bring up as kind of needed in the deep dives are things that don't retcon anything, but just, but just really add to the the wizarding world there are things like how did the wizards acquire the hogwarts express why is the train a very muggle artifact used as the mode of transportation instead of apparating instead of the flute network and pottermore does dive deep into that a little bit and well that won't be a huge conversation that makes a little more sense to bring in as it's purely additive and not retconny in any way so there is a line there we're gonna try and not do too much pottermore stuff in each deep dive, but it is worth kind of drawing that line that one of those is way more annoying to us than the other.
1: Yeah. Because we're dealing with these as a body of work as they existed, as they were published. Right. And even within this body of work, there are inherent quote unquote retcons. The first one we're probably going to discuss is the put outers transition into the deluminator. You know, that's we've talked about that already, you know, and and inherent in that discussion is, is it a retcon or not like that? That is something that you can talk about the transition between one thing to another without the inclusion of the Twitter, the Pottermore, JK's tweets or, you know, the the other, uh quote unquote, levels of canon. Um And again, I want to reiterate what Bradley said. I think it's essential to remember, doesn't mean that we don't want to hear it. If you want to talk about it, tell us, and let's talk about it. It's just not going to be a focus of the main chapter-by-chapter deep dive episodes. And also, uh, quite frankly, I personally am open to discussing some of the more, like, societal contemporary issues surrounding JK Rowling and her issues um yep, her that's l- a, mm-hmm. y- like it's it's a thing and we're not going to avoid it um that being said as two straight white heteronormative you know dudes Um, not the best people to talk about it at length. Uh, I'm hoping that we can have a conversation with a voice of authority at some point to further explore those issues. Um, talking, talking about the book or talking about all seven books or all eight movies or when, when, when I, my opinion is that when I celebrate a moment of brilliance in any of these books or movies, I'm not necessarily endorsing her personal beliefs or politics, right?
0: Not at all. Right. (laughs) I firmly, I firmly unendorse most of JK Rowling's beliefs.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so like, we're, I'm, I am signing up to examine a fictional, body of work that does not mean that i'm endorsing this person's behavior after these works have been published i know that that is problematic problematic in a way i had a very hard time with what happened with cara dune uh in the mandalorian uh you know like it's it happens but uh I, I guess I say that all to say, uh, if you come to this podcast at whatever point, please do not believe that we are ignorant of the fact that Harry Potter fandom is problematic. Like we're aware. I'm probably not going to talk about it too much just because I believe that I'm not necessarily the perfect person to talk about it, but I'm not ignorant of it.
0: Perfect. I think that sums it up. perfectly. Yeah. That I went on a forward. bit
1: of a tear, but that's going to happen. Oops. Sorry. Yeah
0: all good. Welcome to Let's Dive Deep. The yeah, next no thing kidding. that we should talk about real quick is bonus episode structure. Bonus episodes, free and loose and fast and kind of whatever makes the most sense. We have a couple of good ideas that we want to do for bonus episodes. Um, we don't have a set number. We don't have a set time that they need to be. We don't have a set anything. They will just make sense. The obvious bonus episodes are just feedback episodes. You give us feedback and analysis and, and whatever, and we talk about it. That's the easiest. We can do a million of those. Right. Other ones I by the end of the books, I want to do like a Weasley rankings list. That's pretty fun to do. I want to do like an episode, a bonus episode on what our ideal kind of muggle Diagon Alley would look like. Like we tap the bricks, we go into our own. There's muggle shops. What 10 muggle shops are Connor and I each putting in our own hypothetical Diagon Alley? So there's lots to talk about. There's lots for bonus episodes. The main thing to know about bonus episodes though, is that they will go on the Patreon first for quite a while before they go out in the main feed. Each episode will be on the Patreon a couple of days early. I believe the Patreon will come out Friday for just the normal deep dive episodes. And then the regular podcast comes out in the feed for free on Mondays. So everyone will get that. So it should be nice and easy. Three extra days early uh, if you are on the Patreon. For the bonus episodes, though, we're going to put them all on the Patreon right away as soon as they're recorded and edited. And then whenever they make sense to introduce to the feed, then we'll introduce them. So they might not always be in real time. I firmly believe that people should not have to pay money for exclusivity on a 26-year-old Canadian man's ramblings on a fictional story. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's a good use of... I don't think out of all the things to kind of monetarily restrict on planet Earth, my analysis of a fictional story is not one of them. However... I think it is worth kind of putting them on the Patreon, letting them sit there. The people who are throwing a few bucks a month our way are going to get access to those right away. And then when they make sense to introduce to the feed, we'll introduce them there. But nothing will be exclusively paywalled on Patreon if I can absolutely avoid it. Because I don't think that that's fair. But I do think early access and those types of things is a perfectly fair way to approach it. So that's just the bonus episode stuff.
1: I mean, this really is us telling everybody like here here's how the sausage gets made like you want to you want to see behind the curtain here it is but like you want to you want to incentivize the money that people choose to spend whilst being fair to people that can't afford to spend it right and that's just that's just how we're trying to be fair about that's That's the the thing. thing that's the that's how you like it's a weird middle ground to find but that's what you know i appreciate that we're trying to be honest about it and here we
0: are I don't like fully exclusive stuff just because it kind of implies that everybody just doesn't want to pay to listen to it, so they're not. In reality, a lot of people might love that content and might really enjoy it and just can't afford to pay for it. And I don't want any of those people to be deprived of a podcast they would otherwise enjoy listening to (laughs) if... Like I, if you would enjoy a bonus episode that Connor and I have made of a Harry Potter podcast, and you cannot afford to listen to it, something has gone wrong. We have done something incorrectly. No one should have to exclusively like change their budget around to access our hypothetical Diagon Alley. Like that's ridiculous to me. And so we're it'll be a work in progress. I don't want to fully paywall anything. I don't believe that's fundamentally a fair way to approach it. However. I feel like there's a middle ground somewhere that we'll explore as we as we as we figure it out,
1: yeah, it's a work in progress, but also you know a, there is a value in being ad free, so thank you to the people that are supporting you know absolutely that being said uh and this is you know slightly uh less emotionally invested or uh less whatever anyway uh those people that choose to follow and support Bradley where can they find us on the internet
0: I was just about to get there. We have a few things. The first, I think, will be Twitter. Love Twitter. I'm on Twitter all the time. Uh, Twitter is at Let's Dive Deep. You can follow the at Let's Dive Deep account, and you'll get all the updates on when the podcasts are coming out, when they're released. I usually put little clips and stuff up there of editing the podcast or little things that I'm struggling with trying to figure out or questions about Harry Potter. It's also a great place to leave feedback, so Twitter at Let's Dive Deep. We have an email. That'll be the best place to give us long form feedback. Uh, If you're just trying to give the feedback to us and let us decide what to do with it, let's dive deep pod at gmail.com would be perfect. We have a Facebook group. The Facebook group is completely free to join. Uh, You just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you to the page. The question to get in is I solemnly swear that I am up to no too, or uh, (laughs) I solemnly swear that I'm up to no, and then you just type in good. That'll get you into the Facebook page. If Don't trust me with a Marauders map. I'll mess it up. Um, once you're in the Facebook group, we can talk about Harry Potter there. That's a great place to have a discussion. If you want to put, hey, I listened to episode one. Here's my thoughts. Discuss. Everyone can hop into the comments and have a discussion about that. Um, so that's a good place to have a real-time discussion as episodes are coming out with the community. We can also talk about literally anything in there. If you just watched the newest episode of The Witcher and you want to talk about it, chuck it in there. If you just like had an awesome birthday party that you want to talk about and you found a new whiskey you enjoy, Connor and I would hop on that conversation. So it's for everything. It's not just for the things we talk about on the podcast. It's not just for pop culture related things. Um, we have a few rules over there regarding spoilers. So you can come in and be spoiler free for recently released anything. Um, we have a few rules regarding, you know, obviously treating people well and 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 genu- general positivity. Um, it's not meant to be a negative experience being in the, in the Facebook groups. So there are some rules in there for people to follow to keep things nice and orderly um but otherwise the facebook group should be a good time if you're in for more of a discussion in real time with either us or the rest of the let's dive deep community and then we have our patreon there's there's a really kind of uh, kind of more affordable tier there i think it's three dollars a month that i've said of that or you'll just get early access to all the podcasts it's a cool way for you to kind of help support the podcast connor and i are, are two people with full-time jobs um, who, who'd find time for podcasting just whenever we can scrounge a few hours together. Um, so the support does genuinely mean a lot and is genuinely helpful for the both of us. And so that's there. It's just a straight value for value exchange, couple bucks a month, early access to the podcast, but a bing, but a boom. As we go up in the tiers, um, there'll be access to our show notes, which is really fun to put our kind of Google Drive show notes in there. Um, I believe that starts at like the five dollar tier, and there's more thing, as as you go up, there's more more things, but um, we're just happy for anyone to be over there supporting. It makes a big difference to us, and we we genuinely uh, appreciate it. But those are kind of the four main ways to interact with us, and they all have a different style of interaction.
1: Now, I'm hoping that we can get enough people to wear. You know, I quit my job. We just do this forever, but <laughs> you know, that's just me.
0: Right, Connor is willing to throw down if we get—I want to say a thousand patrons would be enough for both of us to do this full time.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And until Anyways. then, I will, uh, I will just continue to luxuriate in uh, helping current Facebook group members with their research papers and their explorations of current content. I—I yeah. I mean, seriously, it is a really it's It's a robust and very rewarding uh discussion, and that's that's kind of the thing like uh is it unfair for is it unfair to ask for compensation no, but the most rewarding thing for me honestly is is the growing sense of community, and I just like I can't get enough of it because you and I like we we talk for about a half hour before we press record and we talk for about a half hour after we shut down and right. the, the enjoyment of sharing that with the community is even more rewarding. Like I like you a little bit. Like I like you enough. Like you're okay. Just a tad. But yeah, but the, the Twitter interactions, the, you know, and when, you know, when people are active in the podcast uh, section of your Discord, like, that's that's what I really live for. Like, it's just, that's what really turns me on, man. And that's, like, I love the, I think one of the things that is so exciting about doing this podcast with you is that I just love talking about this stuff. And I know you do, too. So the more people we have to talk about it with, the more rewarding it's going to be.
0: And I think the last thing that we should mention before this 20-minute trailer is going to be 45 minutes, (laughs) classic us, Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's just word of mouth. If you're enjoying the podcast and you're having a good time, the best way to get it out to more people is telling people about it, showing it to people, leaving the reviews on the podcatchers and whatnot. so if you're ho- if you're if you're genuinely enjoying the podcast, say, hey, I'd love to support these guys. What can I do to get this podcast in front of more people? Um, the reviews and word of mouth are the best two ways to do it. Otherwise, though, I think we covered our bases. So those are a good forty minutes with all the information people need before they hop into our deep dive. Yeah, that's also a, that, that's a, a good, length of time that's a that good two or well.
1: three innings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, everybody, that'll do it for this trailer episode of Let's Dive Deep. We look forward to. You to- We look forward to seeing you. I've got this. I got this outro. We look forward to seeing you in episode one where we are covering chapters one and two of the Philosopher's and or Sorcerer's Stone. That will be coming out on December 6th. Make sure you subscribe to this feed right now so you get notified when that episode releases. If you want to hit up the Patreon to get that episode on December 3rd, feel free to go and do that. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check the show notes and we will see you in the next one. This episode of Let's Dive Deep Harry Potter was created by Bradley Kanakin and Connor McVeigh, edited by Bradley Kanakin, produced by Bradley Kanakin and Connor McVeigh, and produced on Patreon by Emma McVeigh. Thank you all so much for watching. Feel free to check out any of the links down in the show notes for all of our various socials and feeds and those types of things. Uh, Hopefully you enjoyed the episode, and we will see you in the next one.